0: Oh, <laughs> oh no. What happened? It shredded a vocal cord. Holy shit. <coughs> I was scared. Okay, you all you good, man.
1: I oh, mean, yeah, I've seen that
0: happen before.
1: I uh there was like some sort of air trapped in my throat and it was like rattling around and it was like <laughs> <laughs> dot com podcast I can't even I can't say WebEx anymore it's season eight eight years that doesn't feel right that does not feel right
0: that sounds way eight years of podcasting it's real really
1: it's a a real thing what year are we in 2023 this podcast started in 2016 (laughs)
0: Wow. We've come a long way. Season eight.
1: Season eight. We're here. I, I mean, I gave us an extended vacation this time around. We were, we've been turning it around. You finish up in early January and we're, I had us back on the road show in like the late, late January, early February. Well, we deserve a little bit of a rest. We're getting older, you know, (laughs) season eight. Come on. Uh, so a little bit of an extended vacation. Hope y'all didn't mind, but we are back. Web.com podcast. I got a new microphone. Just everything's moving up in the world around here. I got the champ on Behind the Curtain, baby. We're starting off with the best in the business this year.
0: Yeah, it's uh, great to be here. I'm normally here under normal circumstances, <laughs> but to be here... As the champ, the first guy being interviewed—it's uh—it's an honor. It's like uh, never really—I didn't really get a media tour like you know those guys get, but this is kind of the first stop, I guess, uh, in the yeah, off season.
1: Exactly. We this idea came up at the web gala to reverse the order, and it made too much sense because. The keel pros are on their championship tour right now. They're going to all the late night shows, talking to Jimmy (laughs) Fallon, talking to everybody (laughs) Then we get them back home on the web podcast. And then by the time we get to Carter and Parker and Colin and everybody else, Frazier will be right around. The draft will be right around the corner and we'll get to hear from them, you know, with a month or whatever in between, you know, drafting the futures of their team So it works. It's fun. And we get to start with with you, Caleb. So obviously you kind of sit here all the time and it's always weird to be in a different position. But we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. And I want to hear from you to just see how this has been going, man. You've been champ for two months. You've had the belt in your possession for two months about now. I mean, how's that feel? How's that been going?
0: Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's weird because normally, you know, the end of the year, I get eliminated and then I don't think about fantasy football for like two or three months. It's like, well, this fucking sucks. But now it's like, it's all I can think about is the belt. But it's like, <laughs> there's definitely a stretch where like after gala, it's like everything goes quiet and people sort of, you know, start to do their own things. But um, yeah, definitely just enjoying it um you know i was pretty quick to the trade block putting guys out there and stuff so the grind doesn't stop but uh yeah just a little weight off the shoulders nice extended vacay and um yeah to win webex i mean it was huge it was it was everything i mean like looking back on that run it was just crazy
1: yeah, we had a chance to talk to you, obviously, you know, uh, with season finale, you were there. You got to explain the emotions in real time. So <laughs> we covered all that on the podcast. I'm interested, man, to hear about the future of the Kiel Pros. That's I think everybody's wondering. Everybody wants to know, you know, you get here, you you do the impossible. You do the five seed run. You topple. Two amazing teams on the way there with uh, the Pirate Crew and Dirty Dave. So, I mean, let's just start there, man. I mean, before we get into anything from this past year, any of that, how are you feeling about the future of the Kiel Pros heading into decade two, heading into the 11th season of Web, coming off of your first championship?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I feel like, you know, some teams were talked about as, you know, this was sort of do or die for them this season, like this was the last run. That really wasn't talked about with my team, and I sort of feel that way. I mean, I feel about the same about this team as I did coming into last year. Obviously, guys are getting a little older. Um, You look at the receiving core, Keenan is turning 30. Um, Debo is 27. Like, they're not – I mean, Keenan's a little older. I mean, everyone's getting a little older but um, I don't know. it it's it, it's a little bit of an aging roster, but the defense is young with Bosa, Jalen Phillips, and then whoever I find on waivers to to be those guys next year. So I still have my 24 and 25 first. I got a couple late seconds this year. So I don't I didn't expend all my capital, you know, which was part of the things a lot of people were talking about like at the deadline. It's like, What does this team do? Does it make moves? Does it go all in? And I was one of the teams that pretty much just stayed pat. And, you know, it worked. I didn't have to spend that capital, and I got a championship out of it. So that definitely helps the future outlook that I still have those picks going forward.
1: Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you're in in an interesting position compared to some of the more recent previous champions because a lot of those teams kind of blew it all to get there. They gave it all up. To get to the belt. uh, And in many cases, they were sort of the favorites going into the postseason and they were the ones to take it home. You're an interesting case because it was, you know, it's no secret that the team struggled through the first half of 2022 and you managed to get in uh, and that was all that it took. So now you're sort of this, you know, what is the keel pros next year? What can we expect? uh obviously the the pack 5 is still expected to be as strong as ever uh but like you said you held on to those firsts you have a little bit more flexibility i mean did you ever did you ever think about trading those firsts did it ever cross your mind
0: not really i know you were you were trying to push some stuff there was a lot of people trying to get assets off and you know oh this is the missing piece and it was like Obviously, the the first half of the season was just brutal, and then it started to pick up pace. You know, I got past by Apocalypse, and things were starting to look about a little bit better. But honestly, you know, when we talk about it every week, like the dominance of Dan in the first half and the dominance of Tim, and it's just like, is there really a move that's going to get me to their level? Like there, I didn't really see one out there. So um, I think you know, yeah, it really wasn't I. I had a plan just to stick with what I had. I think the only deadline move I made was uh Burns for Phillips and Trayvon, which was kind of a kind of a, a little bit of a sell move because Burns is obviously one of the top defensive players. But yeah, I really I kind of was just gonna stick with it and just uh uh you know, chip in a chair, fifth seed and see what happens.
1: And that mentality is I think I talked about this on the finale. Maybe contagious. Maybe we see more teams that are a little bit more reluctant to deal those firsts, knowing what can happen when it comes to the web postseason. But on the same point, Caleb, you are the champ now. You're holding the belt. Do you feel more incentivized now to make Mm -hmm. a move? with those first, now it's not a it's not a thing you're not competing with you know the mythical beasts of web anymore you are the champ so does is there any added pressure to keep that rolling
0: i mean definitely we don't want to see just a massive fall off this year like most of the pieces are still intact no one's really going to be falling off but it's i mean I think this next year, more than any, is going to be just an absolute wild card. We get a lot of teams that are going to be trying to push forward to become contenders, some aging teams that might be falling off. And again, this year, like last year was a really weird with how the, all the picks were hoarded among a few teams. Like there wasn't a lot of moves that could be made. And now that maybe some of that's diversified, maybe we see more or maybe teams are scared to make those you know, major moves. I might still be in that same boat. Like, we'll see where we're at, you know, come next trade deadline. But why mess with success? Why mess with something that, you know, got me to where I am? So it's definitely, you know, it'll be interesting is always like philosophical approaches at team building in a web and stuff is always changing. Maybe the days of absolutely sending it aren't there. You know, I don't know. It's tough to say. with With the pick situation was weird last year, but I don't know. I'll probably just sit and wait. I don't feel like I have any major needs to be like, all right, I need to get, I need to spend these first. I need to go get that guy. I definitely don't feel that way. So if it is going to be that way, it's going to be an in season deal.
1: So that was kind of my next question. Uh, when you look at the team. I mean, are there any areas, maybe it's not a big splash, maybe it's not trading two first for somebody, but are there areas on this team that you feel like, I'm going to address this before 2023 hits?
0: Yeah, I mean, there are some question marks. I mean, again, this is, if any team would have won the championship, I would have thought I'd been my team the year before, where it was just going scorched earth at the end of the year. And, I mean, some guys kind of fell off a little bit. Like, Deontay Johnson didn't score a touchdown. Um, Najee didn't get the full workload. You know, Damian Harris got hurt. you know, I was having to start Rashad White a lot. Like, there was Antonio Gibson. Again, Brian Robinson aiding to his workload. So, running back's a little weird right now. I still like Najee a lot. Rashad White with Fournette is leaving is nice, but we got to still get to the draft. Um, Gibson... Maybe with uh, Biennemi as the OC, I could see that helping him. Maybe they actually utilize him. But um, Najee's really the only anchor right now. And then at the receiving core, Deontay, hope for a bounce back here. Debo, Keenan, like, still feel good. But, like, there's there's question marks. Um, Going to need guys to develop, like Alec Pierce, Romeo Dobbs. Um, but, yeah, I feel, I feel like depth needs to be worked on um quarterbacks obviously fine tight ends fine and i feel like i can build a a solid defense even if guys um kind of fall off so yeah i i don't know if there's a a for sure move that i'm looking for but just building depth getting those getting my guys in the draft like i did last year um yeah that's that's kind of the way you know it's going with this team And, and and with 12 teams it's we're starting to see it now, where it's tough to like build a super team. Like huh. we, they still had it this year, but the more and especially you know, adding another roster spot and everything, and extra uh, taxi spots, it's going to be tougher to find guys off waivers. So uh, I think it's going to turn into more of a grind coming up this next season. And it's
1: with the uh, with the expansion draft long gone, and those teams starting to put themselves together, it's it's definitely getting harder and harder every year to uh, build teams like the ones we've seen running web. And that might work in your team's favor where even if, you know, things have kind of taken a step back in some areas, maybe uh, that's just fine for, for next year and beyond one area though, man, that you do not need to worry about. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, defense, I mean, You've built a hell of a defense. We talked about this last year on your behind the curtain. I mean, you were, you know, you lost TJ Watt in expansion and we talked about that. And, you know, how, how do you address that? And how do you know that kind of stuff? I mean, last half of this season, you were averaging 93.5 on the defense. You had guys that were waiver wire fines. You had trades under the radar trades that you were making to fill out this defense and to field one of the better units in web ended the season fourth highest defensive scoring team in the league i mean how do you do it (laughs) can you tell me how you do this like frankie lou Lou, julian love i mean you got all these guys that nobody's ever heard of and you're pulling them into prominent roles
0: yeah it is I put a lot of work into the wire like I feel like it's a ritual like every Tuesday night I'm just scouring through everything I can find especially those first few weeks like you can find starting linebackers starting DBs you just got to put in the time so I'm always just watching you know just looking for guys that could make impact plays Um, you know Frankie Louvu was one of those guys which was a lot of thought. I mean, it was a risky trade because you know Jamin for Frankie. It's like Jamin was a guy I traded a first this year for, basically a 23 first at the time, hadn't really panned out. But you know, he was he was kind of a developmental guy, and I needed production right away. So I went and got Frankie Luvu, and he had an unbelievable season, and he was one of the MVPs of this defense. You know, Julian Love, another one. Looking at a guy who was playing in the box a lot um finally got more of an opportunity with the giants and he was making plays justin simmons has been around for a while Jron curse like uh he plays in the box a lot so it's kind of you know i had these box safeties like love and curse and then justin simmons was making interceptions cj uh, gardner johnson off the wire was making interceptions and then you know foil lua is obviously the stud And then looking for athletic pass rushers, Uh, Nick Bosa has been the anchor of this team forever. And that, like I said, that Burns trade, I mean, it was kind of conflicted because Burns was a guy I'd been holding on for a while and he was finally starting to blossom. But I felt like, you know, I was looking at numbers for Phillips uh, and he wasn't getting as many snaps as Brian Burns, but he was doing maybe even more with those snaps than burns was and it felt like he was on the cusp of becoming a really good talent and he came on good late and then trayvon walker was a number one overall pick and super athletic so yeah betting on athletes grinding the wire looking for box safeties looking for good defenses that you know like the titans monty rice hadn't done shit all year but david long gets hurt you put him in the david long role and he was a machine so uh, good schemes, athletic uh, pass rushers, box safeties. That's my recipe right now.
1: There it is, man. <laughs> um, well, I gotta ask you this because ever most people in this league have a vested interest for different reasons, but you have a very specific vested interest in the Aaron Rodgers situation. So, where is Aaron Rodgers gonna play it in twenty twenty three?
0: Hopefully, not the Packers. Um, <laughs> as a fantasy and just as a Packer fan, uh, I've had my fill of him. But I mean, Jordan Love has been on this team for, well, I drafted him, yeah, 2020, third round pick. And there are, like people at times are, like, just drop him. Like, what are you, why are you holding this spot for him? And I'm just like, just got to trust the process. And now here we are coming into year four. Man, if Rodgers is back, I'm gonna be really sad. But this is, you know, this is, could be a golden ticket. If Love is the next guy, um, then you know that would be huge because you know I traded away Kirk Cousins, um, so the backup role is kind of open. So in a way, I kind of need Love to be the starter because I don't think Ritter is going to be. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 hoping Rodgers is gone, and I'm hoping Love can step into a role where he's a startable quarterback and. And feed Romeo Dobbs.
1: He's been stuck behind Rodgers in the NFL. He's been stuck behind Josh Allen on this team. I mean, can we give this guy a break, please?
0: Seriously. I need to
1: hear something this week, man. I need to hear something. Drop the bomb, Schefter. I'm ready.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a celebration if it happens.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, 2023 draft class. You don't have many picks in this one. You have a couple of late seconds, but you are the draft guru of web. So, Mm. I mean, what is your read on this class as a whole? What are your thoughts? And do you have any aspirations for the late second of who you might be taking?
0: Yeah, 2023 class is interesting. I feel... A little worse about it after the combine, honestly. Um, I feel better about the quarterbacks, which I'm not really in the market for. Um, There's just a lot more question marks with guys that didn't test and stuff that I'm still trying to to sift through. I know we're doing a mock draft in Superflex right now. And even at the turn of the second in that, I was like, I don't really know what direction I want to go. And kind of feels that way through the entire round. So it's going to be really interesting. I have those... Yeah, pick 211 and 212. So I don't really have anyone I'm super honing in on. You know, there's some names I've tweeted about out there, but I mean, until we get to the NFL draft, you don't know for sure. I may, maybe I use those two picks to move up and get someone I really like. Uh, maybe I do another Miles Sanders trade where I trade uh, maybe Deontay Johnson, a guy who hadn't scored a touchdown last year for a couple. Mid-seconds, if anybody's interested, we could work through that, do another one of those deals, and then Deontay will score eight touchdowns for you next year, (laughs) and I'll be really sad. So Miles Um,
1: Sanders is any indication.
0: Yeah, so um, yeah, just happy to have a couple couple picks in this draft, Um, and yeah, we're so far away. It'll be interesting to see what those teams at the bottom have to say when we'll be a little closer and we have a better idea of how it's going to shake out
1: man i almost that mid second to mid third range almost feels like the sweet spot in this one uh, in a lot of ways cuz you get guys that that tier that really is kind of huge as at least right now obviously things might change but you get a lot of value in that range i feel like so
0: well i think 212 last year was that pierce damian pierce he went pretty late in the second i think 211 211 yeah Right in front so of me. I mean, there's <laughs> sorry. There's, <laughs> there's guys he can find. There's Jim guys. Can find went two
1: twelve. Don't sleep on that.
0: People forget. People forget. Maybe Dwayne McBride two twelve. Uh We'll see. What you uh, did we'll there. see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, it'll be interesting. And um, yeah, I don't know. Extra taxi squad spot maybe increases the value on some of those really late round picks too, where you can, you have an extra spot for a guy. Yeah. It'll be, I mean, the draft's always the draft. It's you work super hard, grind the tape, watch a film, and then you get blackout drunk and, you know, just do what your heart says the night of.
1: <laughs> Doesn't get foolproof. any better than that. Honestly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I got a couple things for you yet. 2023 prediction for the keel pros what is it what does it end as the pack five like i said it's not getting any easier and the league is doing some weird weird things overall so if you had to put a number on it keel pros
0: 2023 oh <sighs> um what do we even do this here we go eight and six i think um yep uh i'm gonna go I mean, it's pretty much the same team. I'm gonna go nine and five. Pack five is gonna be interesting, you know. Dave's kind of been the guy that people are like, ah, he might fall off with these running backs, but and they really haven't shown any signs of slowing down. Tim is another one, kinda sent it for last season, but he's still got some solid young players. So I right? and, and you got Riley trying to take the next step, Frazier trying to work his way back in and, and Josh, so think pack five is going to be a grind again i think i'd be okay with going nine and five and then you know hopefully don't have to play in the wild card round hopefully can get a top four seed um, but i'd say playoffs for sure and uh, let's get back in the championship game and go back to back i mean like what's who says no
1: why not people the people are us. calling you mr wild card though you might need to get well, to one of those that's true spots. <laughs>
0: Yeah, run it back two years in a two years in a row as a five seed. I'd rather not deal with the stress of just even trying to get into the playoffs. But um, it's going to be competitive. So maybe even a wild card spot. You just got to be happy you make it in. And you know what's
1: funny? I was looking today. You in twenty twenty two, you were one in five. Sorry, one in four against playoff teams, and the only one that you beat was Calvin. You lost to all the <laughs> non wildcard teams in the regular season, and then you just said, "Fuck that," and you
0: ran. That's it. that's why I felt like this. That whole playoff run was just incredible because it was getting over all the humps. This everything that this team has been like said about it year after year. It's like it gets to the postseason, and then it doesn't do anything. Like no championship game appearances, can't beat good teams. Like it's pretty much what it's been, and then. All in one playoff run, beating Calvin in the wild card, beating Dan was, I mean that was one of the most unbelievable. The picture, games man. Ever. The picture. That, do we
1: have a poster of it yet?
0: Oh God, I need I need to figure out printing.
1: I want cause. an autographed poster from oh, from Caleb yeah. on that one.
0: Oh uh, uh, yeah, let me know who all wants to order one. I'll you know what, I'll send one to Dan probo <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, that was that was unbelievable, and obviously the championship game. Um, you know, against Dave, which came down to the wire, like and we were fucking manually scoring. Like that was one of the most stressful days, also. So hopefully a little less stress in 2023. But if I know anything about web, it's gonna be all that shit all over again, and I'm gonna hate every second of it, but also love it at the same time.
1: That's what makes it the best, man. That's what makes it the best. So uh Caleb. I don't have anything else for you, but that doesn't mean you're finished because (laughs) it's time for me to now turn the microphone to you. You're no stranger to it, but it is all yours right now. You are free to say whatever you'd like to me, the league and the global audience.
0: Yeah. really shout out to the global audience. Um, always, always there. Yeah. um, you, you can edit gotcha this part that one, didn't I? <laughs> Damn it. You know, I forgot it was coming. Um, yeah, I feel like I've had... <laughs> it's this championship tour. I've had way too much time to talk about stuff. So, ah, right. um, it's... I mean, this league is just... <laughs> as I've joined more other leagues and trying to diversify in other leagues, you realize... Just how good we have it. Just how, you know, it's a grind, but you respect the grind. And no week's a given. Every day's a fight. Every trade has implications. Like, it's the more other leagues I've joined, the more you start to respect this league. And, like, you know, not having to worry about team or turnover, new owners. Well, we, we've we been through that. Hopefully that's all in the past. But, in the past. Right. Yeah. And just watching this league mature as a whole and i love just watching the ebb and flow like we always talk about philosophy every time like team building defense like what's going to be the new thing in 2023 what's going to be the game changer is it this extra a couple roster spots all of a sudden we i can't find those waiver wire guys like i just love watching the trends in this league i love all the owners i love the battle in week in week out um Only thing I don't love is that free agency isn't open and I can't still be scouring the wire. But we'll try and get that vote through again next year.
1: (laughs) Let's see a goddamn trade come through. That's what I I, said it, man. We've been in a lull period. Everyone is just exhausted from last year, but I'm ready. Let's fire it back up.
0: Need like a nice little web I don't know, we need like some sort of off season a web mixer. Yeah, so nice little dating. just like, yeah, yeah, just a nice little night, you know, just talk to teams like, yeah, you get five minutes to talk to someone about their team on the next person trying try and find some some trade partners out there.
1: Hell yeah, man. That's, that's awesome. the next that's the next web innovation speed dating. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets a little gay. That's OK, too. Um, all right. Well, Caleb. It was a pleasure as always, and I'm not going to let you get too far because you got to help me host a couple of these down the stretch run, but glad we got to start it off with the champ himself kicking off season eight in style. I hope you're enjoying it, and i if you think that I don't think about it every single day, you're wrong, so just know that the target on your back is as big as it has ever been, my friend.
0: Love to hear it.
1: We will be back next week with Dirty Dave and the boys. And I mean, that's, that's a conversation. I think a lot of folks have been waiting on. We're going to (laughs) hear. I don't know if I want to be.
0: I, we might need Frazier instead of me. That would, I don't know if I can, (laughs) I feel bad. I just look, we'll see. We'll see how we're feeling.
1: Man, I just uh, there's a lot of a lot of thoughts that I think are people are wondering the people are wondering. So it all comes next week. Behind the Curtain is back. We're going to get all the answers over the next several months. Uh, and I'm looking forward to all of it. So, uh, Caleb, thank you once again. And we will see you next week. Let's make it a great week.